0: It's Barely in Topic, a podcast for Boston Bruins fans, by Boston Bruins fans. Welcome to Barely in Topic. I know it's been a few weeks, we haven't recorded in, in a while, and that's for good reason, because I didn't want to.
1: Yeah, you know, if you're going to have a podcast about a team, they got to give you a reason to want to talk about them, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. So
0: um, when I'm sitting here, like down in the dumps going, I don't want to record anything and I don't want to edit anything and I don't want to put anything out. Uh, that's usually a bad sign, bad sign. So, uh, of course, I am at VA and I am here with Jeff. Howdy ho. And Nick, I almost said. 10. Hey,
1: y'all.
0: Yes, it's it's, it's our Southern faction is here today. Um so uh, yeah, so basically the Bruins are Well, I think Jeff said it best to me last week when uh when I was expressing my thoughts on it and he said it's hockey purgatory. The, the Bruins are not playing as well as they should. Yes, there's a lot of injuries, but I don't want to sit here and just go it's just injuries because
1: we know no, when no, they're, they're not they're playing a- they're playing mild and dispassionate hockey.
0: Oh, God. It's soul-sucking. Like, it this times. is some
1: Minnesota fucking wild shit we're watching right now.
0: Oh, my God. You know how I feel about that.
1: <laughs>
0: you know how I feel about that. I know
1: exactly how you feel about that. That's why I said it. I'm sorry.
0: What's the one <laughs> team I don't want to watch? The Minnesota mild because they're so fucking boring. Anyway, if the Bruins were comically bad, right? Like... Let's just say they were having the season that the Sabres are having this season. Now, I know the Sabres are always having that season, and I feel bad <laughs> for them. Buffalo fans, you do not deserve yeah, that, okay? You don't deserve that. But I'm just saying, if the Bruins ended up having a season like the Sabres are having, at least we could laugh about it. I mean, it would probably only be one season, and then it would it would get better. But yeah.
1: Yeah, but instead we have a team that's that's entirely too talented to play this way, but like just fucking does. It's very strange. You
2: have decent goaltending. That's an optimistic thing, but then um I th- I've heard rumors a defense- of
1: a second, third and fourth line. I've heard rumors of it she's still putting up fairly deep, fairly big numbers somehow.
0: <laughs> uh, and the fourth line, since Corrali has come back from being sat and then COVID.
1: And Wagner coming back from his from his extended benching has been better.
0: Right, right. I mean, Corrali is all over the ice and he's making some things happen. I mean, when you can make the other team take a defensive zone face-off you know uh, you're doing something right they're just not getting the puck on net and that's the frustration the pucks on corelli's stick and i'm like oh i know how this is gonna end
1: <laughs> <laughs> not with a goal <laughs> gotta tell you like you know when some of the big things like i'm gonna touch the third rail here um it's pasta oh he's bad yeah. it's fucking not- pasta yeah like he is third in goal scoring right now, despite having not played that many less games, all things considered, than than, than Patrice or Brad. He has the same number, okay. So I don't know he's tied with goal scoring with with Patrice at sixteen goals. There's he's, he's David Posternock, there's no reason for it to be that low.
0: I heard a rumor a couple of weeks ago, I think I read it on Twitter somewhere, that uh and I actually I shouldn't say it's a rumor. I thought I read it in a reputable Twitter uh, feed of a like a reporter or something that uh, Pasta had complained of his hip hurting.
1: Hmm.
0: Now, I'm not saying that that I'm not giving him a a pass here. I'm not I'm just saying because I'm not hurting
1: him back too quick.
0: I'm saying like, you know, after that particular game that he had played when he said that his hip was bothering him. Um, I'm wondering if it's becoming a nagging problem, but they're not talking about it. You know what I mean? It's not a full-on injury, but it's something that's bothering him. Uh, But that doesn't account for the fact that he's just, you don't notice him out there
2: at all. His his last goal, which, again, if this were any other player, fantastic. You're doing well. But his uh, last goal happened on um, April 3rd against the pens granted he he had two of them that game but if he's not scoring you're not noticing him which it's not that's not good
1: no i mean like and don't get me wrong even when he's at his best he doesn't he's he's a goal scorer he isn't there to do other things but you you can't fucking evaporate like that defending rocket richard winner
0: no no, you can't. So basically what we're saying is, yeah, we know the Bruins are injured, but we also know that there are lots of players who are not playing up to what they should. We can name them all. Let's see.
1: Charlie Coyle. I mean, can we just name like the three or four players that are playing up to snuff?
0: Brad <laughs> Marshan.
1: Brad Marchand. Brad Marchand uh, Patrice Bergeron. Charlie McAvoy. Uh, Nick Ritchie. But actually that's been kind of on the downslope of late as well. And Grizzly when he's not dead, yeah. Mm-hmm. And likewise Kevin Miller when he's not dead.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Then insert assorted goalies here.
0: <laughs> the bright spot is the last few weeks. The bright spot has been the debut of Dan. I know I said I was going to say his name the the anglicized way, but goddamn it, I can't. Daniel Vladash.
2: Oh, you mean
1: you you mean Daniel Vladder?
0: Yep. 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 <laughs> That's fine. You can be my American interpreter. Yes. I do. Yeah,
1: both his and then Jeremy,
2: Jeremy Swayman's
0: you. Swayman.
2: Yeah. Of course, uh, Jeremy Swayman is English for
1: uh, Swayman. <laughs> man who sways. Yes.
0: <laughs> Are you sure it's not German for man who sways?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Which reminds me, uh, Debrus. Swayman. <laughs> the brusque uh his last name is spanish for of brusque
0: oh yes yes it's <laughs> true yep, i just
2: want to remind you all
0: but i i have another interpretation of his name it What's is that? um uh doesn't show up
2: oh i thought you were going to be like oh it could also mean from brusque
1: i'm like oh that's correct yes uh,
0: yeah, yes it can be <laughs> of or from you're right but brusque apparently means doesn't show up <laughs> yes
1: going to say, like, I don't understand why the Bruins are still apparently openly fretting about whether it'd be a bad idea to trade Jake DeBrusque. Throw this fucking kid out of a window of a moving car at this point.
0: <laughs> you know, it, interestingly <laughs> enough, we had a, a conversation last night. Uh, we were t- we were talking about Taylor Hall and Tyler Sagan, right? And I was talking about how I really don't want to see Tyler. uh, Tyler, let's try again. I don't want to see Taylor Hall on the Bruins team. That's for later. We'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. But Tyler Sagan, we were talking about who benefited from Tyler Sagan being sent off to the stars. I think Tyler Sagan himself has benefited. I think he is a much better person. So, you know, you know me. I'm holistic. I like to look at the whole person, the whole player. I think he's a, a much better, thoughtful person. I think it's frustrating that he hasn't really been able to get on the ice this season, so that's that sucks. But I think he has grown into a leadership role there, even if he isn't the captain. Uh, and I think that's a good thing for him. Now, we have talked about this many times. On the Bruins, the person who benefited the most from Tyler Sagan being sent out of town was Brad Marchand.
1: Scared him straight.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> that guy got better and better and better and better. And now he wears an A and he takes it very seriously. And when other players fail to show up, he does. That means he'll even fight someone because they deserve it. Even when his other teammates aren't doing it. So getting back to Jake DeBrusque, it might be better for Jake DeBrusque, the person the player to be sent away. Mm -hmm. And I think at the end of the day, If it benefits both the team and the player for that player to move on, then we should do it.
1: Mm You know, the the, big argument for, so you see it too, is like, I feel like this is going to be more like trading Spooner or Heinen or, or Donato. Like, I don't recall being happy with the single one of those moves at the time that it happened. And it has rather quickly with the possible exception of Donato shaken out to have been a very shrewd choice. Mm (laughs) Like, the exact moment to pull the shoot and, and get the hell away. Because, like, Heinen's been a calamity this year. And, of course, we all know what happened to Spooner.
0: <laughs>
1: Do we Just know what on. happened should... to
0: Spooner? <laughs> it's, um... it's... Uh...
1: The music stopped and he didn't have a chair.
0: Ah, oh, poor Spoons.
2: His um
1: Instagram is fantastic
2: because he still posts really good-looking suits that he's wearing.
1: Good. Mm-hmm. Good for him. No, like the guy has like. I mean, he has inter- Yeah, he has hobbies and stuff too, which is like rare for a professional athlete. It seems so. That's mm-hmm. exciting too, right? You know.
0: Yeah, he's the <laughs> DJ LARPer, right? Yeah. <laughs> Mika Zibanejad is a DJ who has actually produced singles. So oh. there's there's hope for Spooner. He can do that too. Why not? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's stop worrying about what would happen if you traded Jake DeBrusk away from
1: our team. He's not doing this team any good. So, the only way at this point he can do this team any good is bringing something back.
0: Yeah. In uh, a trade. trade him out west somewhere. Trade him somewhere where you only have to see him a couple of years and then it so, doesn't do anything to you. I mean,
1: like, you know, like, although it would probably hurt a lot to watch him explode next to McDavid, fuck it. Just trade him home to Edmonton. Yeah. Like, with Jake Debrun- Or, or put him in a package and try and try to get Goudreau because there's something wrong in Calgary and Drew and Living's either, probably either getting fired or blowing that team up this summer. <laughs> I'd like
0: Johnny Goudreau. Sure. He went to BU, BC. One of those two. Yeah. Okay. Well, he knows Boston in some way. Yeah. Uh, but I know he's originally from like Jersey or something. So maybe he and Connor Clifton will have
2: something in common. So Jake DeBrusque. I feel like we've already seen the kind of player he is. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that was his rookie year. Yep. And last year, you know, right around 20 goals a year, and somehow less assists than that. Because um, I'm I'm looking at his stats. Like, okay, he's only played four seasons, but he he has a his shooting percentage is usually 11 percent. In that one year where he scored 27, it was nearly 18 percent. And then this year it's a poultry seven. So I'm like, oh, okay. So he's a 20 goal scorer. If he did, if
1: he... But he's a 20 shots. goal scorer who doesn't do anything else particularly well. Right. It's right. so Mike fucking Hoffman, except mm-hmm. with fewer goals.
0: <laughs> yeah. So he's more of a liability than anything else. But look, you know, I have said from the beginning of this season, uh, I was like, why did we sign Jake DeBrusque again? You know, I know, like, you don't have to tender RFAs. You can trade them. You can do all sorts of things. And I think... I
1: was advocating for that he wouldn't be worth what it was going to cost to retrate, re-sign him over a year ago.
0: Right. Exactly. So, <laughs> um, you know, and I earlier this year when we were talking about, you know, where you can improve on the team, it was like, well, Jake DeBrusque, obviously. So, uh, this, this podcast episode is not shit all over Jake DeBrusque, but... It,
2: Jake DeBrusque, you're a good NHL player. We just don't like you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think he's funny and charming. Um, he is, he is. Uh, You know, but that's not enough. So we need more. If you're especially, you know, I don't even know what line you're on anymore, buddy. You're on some
1: line. <laughs> I mean, not- like, at this point, like, being put on Charlie Coyle's line is being put in the dungeon, right? Because just mm-hmm. just everything dies on the stick of, on the hands of that line. There were a couple of games where they had some nice jump, you know, the, some of Sinitian's first couple up, you know, when there was like Bjork Coyle Sinitian, but they never got anything done. So Cassidy broke it up, and it's just just an abyss. What what? There's something not right with Coyle this year.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. I don't like this. Is it because he learned how to cook during the pandemic? He, like, turned on an oven? Don't turn on any more ovens, Charlie
1: Coyle. Because, like, it's not even that we're getting, like, Minnesota Charlie Coyle. This is worse than Minnesota Charlie Coyle. A lot worse. Yeah, it's just bad. It's
0: just... He he scored in the shootout. In that, in that one game. And I was, like, I was totally, like, like no, nah, he's
1: not going to be good. I was ready to be so angry because they put him on the shootout. Yeah,
0: and he did it, and it turns out that's like one of the highlights of his year.
1: I'm just gonna say that that's a, that's a goal worth like, being on a high on highlight yeah, highlight reel for the entire year, not just him. Like for the for the league somehow, but yeah, yeah. But that's not indicative of how he's been at all. No,
0: so like yay. So I'm glad he did that, but Charlie, you signed your contract last year, and you got better after you signed your contract, but then now you're playing it, and you're playing like shit. Don't do this to me.
1: Like between that and like Stodtika apparently being less ready than we'd all hoped, I'm a little scared of next year, given that they presumably aren't going to re-sign David Krejci. But anyway, whatever. <laughs>
0: well, Stodtika has some
1: more time. My point is though, is like it could be pretty grim if they're stuck rolling r- rolling with him, regardless of whether he's w- w- whether it's it's his time or not. But. <sighs> Alright, yeah.
0: so <laughs> let's just get back to generally how the team's playing and then we're going to move on from that um, I do not like how the team looks especially bad in front of Yaroslav Halak who's not doing himself favors right but basically that team just never shows up for him and it, it sucks now granted I hear that Tuka is supposed to be back for Tuesday oh you know, but I really have a feeling, I have a sneaking suspicion that they're going to shoot him up full of cortisol and hope that it works because I think that his back injury it might be the kind that needs surgery. That's so, what, it seems what like I'm wondering
1: is if they're just trying to pin him together long enough to get to retirement because, like, if he needs surgery and he was already thinking about retiring, boy's retiring, right?
0: Well, <laughs> I mean. I think Tuca said in the last year that he doesn't want to retire, but he doesn't want to play for anybody else other than Bruins.
2: So, I we could dedicate an entire 10 seasons of, of barely on topic to discuss the enigma that is Tuca Rask. I mean, everything about Tuca Rask his play, his the, why people hate him so much, why people love him so much. But yeah, too, uh,
1: is he really, in fact, the sparkly badass motherfucker, or were we just projecting?
2: We don't or know. Or <laughs> is he everything that we say he is?
1: <laughs> so, it means all we have to do is believe, sort of like Tinkerbell? Mm-hmm. Well, goddamn it, Boston, get your pants on and let's do this thing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Is the sparkly badass motherfucker the friends we made along the way? Or is it too <laughs> We'll never know. <laughs> yes.
2: what, how strange it is to be like... I think the only thing weirder in the NHL is the fact that for a good 10 years, some of the best players were identical twins on the same team. Seriously, you can't make that up. Well, you, know, you, you can make it up. You're like, oh, that will never happen in real life. No, it happened for like 10 years in Vancouver. In second place is the strange, bizarre goalies that Boston has had since Tim Thomas. Or really, if you want to go back to it, Raycroft. It's like, okay, awesome goalie for one year. And then we get Tim Thomas, who decides to be amazing in his late 30s, goes <laughs> into a bunker, disappears. And then we get Tuka Rask, and like so, really, last twenty years of goalies for Bruins, like Bruins, like it's so strange.
1: Well, I mean, pre pre-Raycroft, just, just makes you cry until like you get all the way to like fucking Mogue. So, <laughs> yeah, I we just hate all our goalies because Byron Defoe was actually pretty good.
2: Then, uh, okay, I'm, I'm I'm doing a rabbit hole. There's some, there were some stinkers, <laughs> but no, like we just hate our goalies. That's what that. What's what's the secret to being a Bruins fan? Hate your goalie no matter what.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Vladar uh, and uh, Swayman. Um, Fuck them! I hate them. You guys better buckle up. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh oh like, my god! I like Vladar,
2: but know he's garbage. Bring in Swayman, you know I like Swayman, he lost a game. He's garbage. We need a, we need we need we need something.
0: Yeah, Swayman did not look like he was on
1: yesterday. Um, But uh, all things considered, week just in terms of the cult of personality, rise and fall. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I mean, third straight start, and then his coach had done uh, his former coach at at UMaine had passed away very suddenly the day before. So not probably. Mm -hmm. I know he wanted to play in honor of him, but I think it might have been good to just sit it out um, Mm -hmm. myself. But. (laughs)
2: Yeah. By the way, I was joking about Valar really swimming oh, being garbage.
1: Oh, I know you were. I okay. know you
0: were, you were just <laughs> instructing. Bruins. Good.
1: Speaking of humane, and very sad about the coach. I just wanted to comment: the P Bruins had signed a friend of 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 from, uh, and, Swayman, and it's one of our personal hobby horses in this in this podcast. He's he's from Latvia, <gasps> Eduards Trailmaks. So basically, like he has a built-in nickname of Trailmix. Oh my
0: god. <laughs> You know how I love me some Latvians. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I honestly, I just, I love it. I love, I love Latvian names. I love how they're plural. I need to go to Latvia one of these days, don't I? Maybe I'm just never going to leave. I'm going to change my names. I'm going to change my names to be a Latvian names. (laughs) (laughs) Zivermensch. Yes. Yes, this look this works out very well. <laughs> what do I love about Tuka? First of all, I love his name. Mm. He's got a Star Wars name. We we've talked about that from like day 1. Star oh, Wars oh, yeah. name. Is he a Tusken Raider? Is he a bounty hunter? I don't know. But ah, that's such a great name. I mean, it's like and when you say it in Finnish, right? When Finnish people say it, Du Karask right they've just got a Ooh, like great that. yeah it's a great the finish has this like real got great, a very nice
1: rollick to it yeah yeah yes. i love it Ooh,
0: yeah i definitely have Ooh, to go grass. to finland too i when i go to finland though i want to see their summer ball i want to see their crazy take on baseball because it is not like, hey, we round the bases. It is like, ah, oh, first base here, and second base is way over there, like the outfield, is, and then...
2: <laughs> it is like someone from Finland was drunk and attended an American baseball game and then went, sobered up, but, you now he was very drunk, so he doesn't remember that much. Sobered up, went back home to Finland, like, hey, guys, I think I saw this game called baseball, and I think this is how they
1: did it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: want to see it
1: <laughs> third and then a pack of wolves chase you on the third baseline yeah. <laughs> if you what don't if... make it well we're sorry uh <laughs> where do the reindeer oh, well.
0: come in <laughs> <laughs> do you have to ride a reindeer to one of the bases? Is that it is it is? Bizarre. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I, I want to experience that. So Tikarask is a great name. He's got this great attitude, or at least he used to have a really great attitude of like, I don't fucking care or safety first <laughs> when he was wearing uh the helmet on the bus when he was very drunk. He likes to to drink because Finnish people like to do that, so um, He plays drums. He's so metal. I love all that. You know, I love it when Tuca is on. I mean, I, most games he's good, but when he's really on, it's like, it's gorgeous to see him play.
1: He's just so good. Uh, and, and when the world wrongs him on the ice, I love how uncontrollably angry he gets. We're not talking like Ron Hextall ripping someone limb from limb, but like damn close. He's doing it in his head.
0: The skate <laughs> oh. blade where he looks like a wizard waving it.
1: Again, I still I'm still amazed that like that ref just didn't end up with that skate blade sticking out of their chest. Oh. <laughs> just winging it at a at him. Funk.
0: Well, he did chuck <laughs> it at the boards and it went into the board. And like stuck out. They had to pull it out. But um <laughs> Yeah, I remember I was watching that. I it, I think that was during the Polish Fest. We were all at the Polish uh, uh, American Club watching on the first floor because they had like this huge like projection. So we're all watching the game. And um, so we were all outraged. Even Stanislav was very, very outraged. So, yeah, it was not good. Um, and he even pointed out that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, my point is, is that uh, I love Tuca. I I do. I have a fondness in my heart for him. But I'm going to tell you this thing that I have realized in recent days: the Bruins aren't going to win a cup with him. Not again. Um, so they had their shot, and it was not his fault. It was not his fault um, why they did not win in 2019.
1: Um, wasn't his fault where they didn't win in 2013 either. Nope. Had they won, he would have he would have been the consummate both times.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. So, but I'm just saying.
1: Mind you, there probably is no 2019 run if they win in 2013 because um, uh, Chiarelli would be would probably have had a lot more than a year before he got fired. <laughs>
0: Good point. Right. So, so anyway, I I think it's important to put out that you know they should have won that in 2019. It was not his fault. You need a team to show up in front of you, okay? And that just wasn't happening. Tuca can't score goals. Um, you know, he can try to make, just do what he can do. It was ugly. And, uh, I'm still not over game five, so I can barely remember what the game seven was like,
1: but anyway, it was bad. Yeah. It was just, it was just, just depressing. Like in a game that should have been everything on the line, just eh. Mm -hmm. honestly, like kind of describes a lot of Boston hockey since then. It's like, I'm thinking, it's like, they won the President's Trophy last year, but I don't remember anything actually, like, specifically good about this pat about last season. Like, sort of like, I thought back to 13-14, to and I'm like, I don't remember anything specifically good. I know they won the President's Trophy, but then I just remember how it, how feebly it ended. <laughs> well,
0: yeah. uh, what I remember about last year was they, they didn't do so much of the playing down to teams that they shouldn't play down to as they're doing this season.
2: What I... And again, this is just, this is a salty Bruins fan here talking. So many grains of salt as you wish. The team that was playing before the break, before the pandemic was a Stanley Cup caliber team. They were getting everything fine-tuned. They could that team could have beat the, the Tampa Bay Lightning that won the cup. The team that came team that came back from the break and it's hard to say like oh they would have won the cup. I'm like no I'm not saying that the, 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 everyone knew the rules about coming back um, to in, into the bubble and under those rules and conditions the Bruins did not do well and I just kind of feel like that team that we saw after the, the, the bubble Bruins is a continuation of the Bruins we're seeing right now
0: Remember, they did all of the stuff they were doing without Krug and Carlo for a period of time before the mm-hmm. break. They yeah. were going to come back at some point, but, you know, everything shut down. Now, also remember that Andre Kaja and um, and David Pasternak, because I mm-hmm. learned how to say his name. They both uh, were boneheads. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So they did not completely follow uh covid protocols and stuff so they were out for some period of time that's not the reason why the bruins look like shit entirely the bruins just look like shit in the
1: bubble well i mean a, 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 a big one you got to consider there and like anytime you credit anytime you comment on boston choosing to walk away from chara you have to consider like you just the, the style of play for the for, for the bubble mm-hmm. and after that long break he was not up to it right I- Like, I think that's gotten lost in a lot of the commentary about the choice about not re-signing Chara. is like, he looked fucking bad. Like, even relative to the rest of the Bruins in the bubble.
0: (laughs) But you know what? He's doing okay in in, uh, Washington.
1: I know. know. I'm not saying he's not. I'm just like, I just look back at it. It's like, a lot of people are really angry at Sweeney at this one.
0: (sighs) Okay, but you know what? I am angry right now. Because if we had Zdeno Chara in the lineup right now and he's playing like he is doing down, or even even half as good as what he's doing down in Washington, that is better than what some of what we have going on. Well, right yes, now. but
1: like you know, what? this situation is exactly what Sweeney wanted to sign Chara for. It just wasn't what Chara wanted to be there for. Mm. Mm. Like when I see people blaming the the current state of the defense with all these injuries on not signing Charbs, like S- Sweeney specifically tried to do that whether or not it was the right move that's a different discussion to have but like what you're complaining about is precisely what he what I, he wanted to, I
0: thought to do I think he wanted char to be like a 7th d <laughs> Yeah
1: well it, which that means we would have had him now with all the injuries right Right that's right. what Sweeney wanted.
0: Uh, but I I just figure why not still have them him in the top 6 That's what I'm I was really complaining say if about. they
1: framed it, it's like well you know your, your job's not guaranteed you win it it's yours which is really what a, what, what the case would have been and yeah. let's face it, he would have beaten out fucking Zipporah.
0: Right. Yeah. I, I, so I, there's still room to be angry. There's still room to be angry. Oh, yeah. It's okay. You know what? I, I Look, I don't want to argue about it necessarily. I guess I should argue about it because I'm still angry about it. But basically, I feel like there was still room on this team for Zinanotara. And whoever's fault it is, okay, not putting it out to the universe, but it's Sweeney. It's Chara. He is not here. And our but defense. without
1: Chara and without Krug, this team what's lost is most anything. I think is resilience. Yeah. This team is fragile. Yes. I would say I don't. And like think... I'm not knocking the rest of the leadership groups. Qual- leadership qualities. We know a lot of them are good. Are good leaders, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, sometimes top rung subordinates don't necessarily make the guy at the top of the pyramid. I uh... um. I'm not going to be more specific than that because I think I might get struck by lightning if I am.
0: Okay. No, don't say anything <laughs> bad about you know who.
1: Yeah. Um, um you—you get—I mean that, right? <laughs> yes, yes.
0: If we could just clone him, if we could just clone Patrice Bergeron and make him just take or t- you know take some of that DNA and inject it into everybody and make mm-hmm. it work, that w- we'd be- have a much better team.
1: Of course, yes.
0: Okay, there, but we can't do that. So there's no that thought experience experiment I mean I don't over. think there's
1: anything in the CBA against genetically engineering your players but like also science stands in the way of that
0: Yeah I mean there are no rules against uh, steroids right so what why not genetic ma- manipulation that
1: should be fine you know um. Anyway, well, I mean, if that's the case, you just clone a whole shitload of Charas and make the other pants shit themselves. shit themselves dead at the first face
0: face-off. Oh my god, <laughs> I would love to see a bunch of six foot nine defensemen. Oh, that's like the dream.
1: I mean, not literally Charas, just like a bunch of Charas, and then raise them to be different players. Because, <clears throat> like, you know, you know, we don't we don't have that accelerated Star Wars accelerated clone growth thing yet. So you still got to raise them like a normal human being. I, I I know, but
0: I how you're making me not think about my dream of six nine defensemen.
1: <laughs> I mean, there would be six six nine defensemen. There would also be twelve six nine forwards and a pair of six oh, nine goalies.
0: Oh <laughs> right, right. A okay. goalie
1: would be interesting.
0: Would they fit in the net in any way?
2: <laughs> I mean, that
1: I mean that's, that's just kind of the six, point I was gonna say they've been up to six seven with like Anders Lindbach, I think, um, and ben, ben Bishop here are are in the six 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 seven range. Yeah, Bishop yeah. might be six eight actually.
0: Mm. I think Ben Bishop is six seven, and I'm going to figure it out right now, because this is very important, you know.
2: Oh, absolutely it's. Uh, not to okay, I would love for multiple reasons. I would love to have Chara still on this team, but six, if seven. you go on any highlight, six, seven. you watch any highlight reel and it's a going against the Capitals, Chara's usually on the ice. So I just okay. think... Honestly, this is kind of what hurts. The Capitals are better than the Bruins. And so Chara being a kind of just there, um, mm-hmm. I think the defensive structure is better. They have uh, Everything is just more efficient on the Capitals. Having Chara there... Not being the top pairing man all the damn time, it, it works out well.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, with that, the Bruins are yes. playing tonight. Uh, we are recording on Sunday. Uh, Bruins are playing tonight against the Capitals. And why don't we just let's just talk about the defense really quickly? I'm going to I'm gonna to to tell you the, the defense as it seems to be structured right now. Boston's decor tonight, according to Connor Ryan. Jeremy Lausanne. Jock. Uh, Jock. <laughs> Jack Sean. <laughs> I'll get back to that in a minute. <laughs> Jacob Zaboral. Stephen Camper. Jared Tenorti and Connor Clifton.
1: <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> For those keeping score at home, the only two opening nights defensemen on this roster are the two, are, were the two suspect rookies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> huh. Numbers fifty-five and sixty-seven in your programs and in your hearts. <laughs> Okay, so this morning, my husband and I talked about this decor for tonight, <laughs> and he tried to say Jack Ashan's name, but he said, he called him J- Jock Khan, and I'm like, no, Shaka Khan,
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Let me rock you. Let me love you, Shaka Khan. <laughs> I'm like, this is, not, this is not Shaka Khan. We're not doing I Feel for You. <laughs> We're not doing that That song. But I'm just sitting there. I'm like, so I can't help it. Because now people named Jack, I'm having a problem with that. So it's Jacques Hughes,
1: And it's, <laughs>
0: it's Jacques <Jaka> Khan. <laughs> No disrespect to Shaka Khan. She's amazing. She's wonderful. I'm just saying <laughs> these yeah. are the things that go through our heads.
2: There's a, and cause I'm sure all these hockey fans really want to know this. There was a player on Wake Forest football team, Jacques Williams. So it's like, yeah, but it was like Jack ez um, <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, so no, the, uh, Jacques Khan, you know, it it checks out. It totally makes sense. Except that his name is Ashan, which is so weird. Right.
0: And, because wait, I have to think about it before I say it. That's not I good. I was going
1: to say, like, that's not how those letters make those sounds. No, it's not. <laughs> no, if the C... Those letters would, how would, can make those sounds, but not, not in that order.
0: If the C and the H, yeah, were reversed, I would totally be Jacques Akan. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. But I can't do that. It, because occasionally I have to spell out his name. And then my, was... my brain just no. No, no.
2: I was scrolling quickly the first time I, on my phone, I was scrolling quickly the first time I saw his name, and I read it as Jack Acorns.
0: Yeah! I can yeah. see that.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh my god, I would want to call him Acorns.
2: Hey, Acorns. No, he's, he's Acorns to me.
0: jackashan Jockachon, whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the decor tonight, so um, that's going to be great. Poor, poor Daniel. Poor Daniel Vladash. Oh, I feel bad for you. Ladar. Right. Later. Oh, later. my God. I was looking at those pronunciations last week, right? And w- somebody uh, from Canada was like, later. later That's his name. flater. I'm like, mm-mm. That is not how to say it.
1: I mean, like, even, like, in English, that doesn't make – that's no. not how – it's not a reasonable attempt because – Sure like the schwa r, but the AR is one of the more distinct of the schwa r's. So like uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> Later. Nope, 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 nope. So um
0: yeah, so Darth Vladar tonight. Uh good luck. Um I don't know if I'm gonna watch this game. It might <laughs> um, be I'm a...
1: at least I'm at least a little disinclined. I um,
2: um, I I... I will be playing hockey against a team. That actually is a bunch of my teammates in another league, but that's a topic for another day. But yeah, so I'll be playing hockey.
0: Oh my goodness. So many leagues. So many yeah. all over the place. It's okay. okay. Slashers.
2: <laughs> the, you're you're going to have to edit all this out. This is my C plus team, which is only for an eight week mini session. So this is the black ice against net stick and chill. Which is netstick and chill has many players from my C two team, the Redliners, including <laughs> the captain and the goalie. So the Black Ice is mostly phantoms from the C two league and the Benders from C one. <laughs> and the Benders actually have their jerseys are pretty cool. They're hideous on purpose, black and orange, so it's always looks like Halloween. But their logo is Bender from
1: bending yeah. bending, rodriguez yeah okay <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly no uh, bender from uh Hugh
0: oh my god my my last name on that would be please insert girder <laughs> because when bender is in yeah. his regular mode that's that's what he says Please insert insert girder uh because it's a bender yes okay that's that's a lot so a beautiful segue this is not But let's talk about the trade deadline, which is tomorrow at 3 p.m. We have talked zero about this, so it's going to be so fantastic. So the Bruins at this point are injured beyond all get out. Let's just list some injuries just for fun. We've got Brandon Carlo, who's week to week with a different upper body injury than he was when he was out with his concussion. Uh, Presumably it's a shoulder injury, so we don't know what's happening with that. We've got Charlie McAvoy, who is out with an, a UBI, but he might be back Tuesday. <clears throat> right. Matt Grislik just went down yesterday with uh, another upper body injury. Upper body, yeah,
1: because, you know, poor Chrislick. Like, like he's been so fucking good when he's been on the ice, but he can't stay on it.
0: Uh, Yeah, well, I mean, he's been on the ice for like a few weeks now, so... And it's not a fourth mysterious or fifth mysterious, uh, lower body injury that all of those, those were separate, but okay. So he's out with that. Um, Kevin Miller is being held out tonight because, uh, they don't
1: want to strain his knee too much. Yeah, so. Just, just load management. Andre Kosh is dead, of course, as we've discussed.
0: Yeah, he did. John
1: Moore had hip surgery because the man pissed off a wizard. Possibly the same wizard that fucked up um, uh, Kevin Miller. <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't go around pissing off wizards. That's the rule. Um, don't do it. You know, you see a wizard, you say, hello, good sir. I must be on my way. I hope I did not piss you off. Um, and you don't do anything. You you just be polite and move on. Okay. And,
1: so, then, and then, of course, Tukorask has this back injury.
0: That I suspect is much worse than they're telling us.
1: Almost oh, certainly, and then, of course, and then Yaroslav uh, Yaroslavak is in uh, COVID protocol.
0: Oh, yes,
1: yes, yes, yes.
0: Yeah, so we have a lot of fun stuff going on with these uh, these uh, team members. Um, so <laughs> do the Bruins have anything to trade, and do they want to trade for something or,
1: or so are they buyers or are they sellers, or are they nothing? Just just before we get into the discussion, I guess the core arguments for each of the three, right? Yep. You could say, well, you know, they have they 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 only have a couple more years of of Marshawn. This is the last year. Hurrah with Rask and Krejci. They owe it to their core to commit and to commit. Otherwise, what were they doing signing Craig Smith next year? Which of course segues into the maybe they should be sellers. Maybe they shouldn't have pushed. If they were going to let Krug and Chara walk, why would? why would they be de- think they need they owe the core on anything now and then they're just too injured like i think in my attempt to explain the three positions i sold myself specifically on which one i thought i was in you know okay um they're they're too injured to buy the this team isn't good enough there aren't the parts out there for prices the bruins can afford to make them good enough i feel
2: like the only chip they have or of course they have all the draft picks this year next year in the year after that so you have your picks plus the and
1: like the young goalies which would be such a bad idea yeah and Lorray. because right now he's his, his stock's quite high apparently according to all the various prospect writers i i, I read
2: mm. i think if the bruins want to be buyers there's not much to be they don't have much to spend they got the cap
1: room but not the capital. I was just going to say, how much is Laoco going to get you, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And Jake DeBrusque, as much as we want to send him out of town, does not have a very high uh, value. Right. You now, I, I personally, I feel like they should stand pat. Uh, the other option is to go and get Taylor Hall, which is, I think, what, is that what Ben said last night? He said, uh, I know in my heart of hearts they're getting ben, uh, Taylor Hall. Or somebody said that. I don't know. I don't want them to get just, Taylor Hall. I I don't think he's uh I don't think he's good for the team. I don't I don't think he's quite Matt Duchesne toxic, but um I don't think he's a a good good player. He's not going to resign here, and I think that Sweeney doesn't want just a rental. He wants. I a was going to say, I,
1: if we get a trade tomorrow, and I don't think we should, it's gonna the only way I can see it being worth a damn at all is is if it's a full up, upending the apple cart trade. Something that's like a full fundamental uh, fundamental change to how the team is structured. And I, I those don't happen in season. I
2: will say, I, I think the Bruins are set up well. Maybe I'm getting ahead of myself. I don't think... I, if I were the Bruins, let, let me answer that question. Yes. I would ask your current UFAs, UFAs, Oofas. UFAs, all three of the same. I'm just listing them for our listeners. <laughs> um, hey... What do you want? You want to hang around here? We, get, we You can still come back here. But, um, or if you want to go somewhere, well, you know, we can send you maybe to a contender.
1: Um, Imagine being a contender with space, with the space to take on Krejci to be your 3C.
2: It'd be insane. So basically, the only person who's really, that would apply to would be Krejci. Because you have Halak, who's got the COVIDs. Uh, and the only potential buyer back.
1: just bought a gold, just bought a goaltender. Yeah, like the only likely buyer besides like the Leafs, which would be weird.
0: I thought Krejci to Carolina. His he and his wife live in South Carolina during the year.
1: Oh, I they got the that. space for it too.
0: Krejci to Carolina, and then Krejci comes back and signs a one-year next year, Ooh. doing a placanich. Because Placanich got traded and then came back to the Habs. Um, Didn't or, really work out that well because Placanich Kl- was really old, but... Here, I'll do you one better. Okay. It, uh, and I don't know what the Bruins would get back Florida, for this.
1: Be, Florida's got $12 million in space, too. Florida's um, gearing up, aren't they? I was they- gonna say like Florida would not be a bad um uh, place to go, and they're you know, and then they're and they're low, they're they're deeper in the lineup. Caesar a little suspect.
0: Okay, yeah, <laughs> sure, that's fine. I'm not saying I want to get rid of Traeji, but if you do, do the hey, do you want to go to a contender?
1: Those are the two teams. They're the really the only ones an that likely have enough space to do it. Although obviously you take back salary, you retain whatever. Fuck, right? Yeah. Um, and hell, I even do you even consider you know seeing him seeing what you can get for Richie? His value is probably never higher than it will be right now, at one point five million, having a career season. Mm-hmm. No term commitment, so it's, so 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 so, you, so it's choose your own adventure on what you pay him in the long run. <laughs>
0: yeah, I think it's kind of sad that we'll get rid of our seventh player pick. <laughs> but
1: well, but like, I also I think mean, like, that I don't point, know like why not. Like, I
0: don't know if I want to see Rich Richie long term because this is. I think just this said, year's I'm terrified
1: of a- he'll get paid this summer. Like absolutely scared shitless.
2: He has ten goals. I don't think he has that much bargaining power.
0: Yeah, but they're very important goals.
2: They're good goals, but then you also gotta. You again, if you're his agent, you're going to negotiate on the most recent. If you're the Bruins, you kind of come back. Are like, hey, remember the season before that,
1: or the fact that you sort of stopped doing things like yeah. in March? So,
2: like, <laughs> I, I don't. I, I think it'll be more reasonable than we think. But to complete a thought I had earlier, we we're talking about like oh, Plakanish situation with with uh, I can do you one better. Okay, let's go all the way back to two thousand six.
0: Okay, that's before my time.
2: Most I know. Uh, one. Oh, maybe that one would work too. I was thinking in particular of a third line center that the Hurric—actually, he was second and third line center. The Hurricanes got Doug Waite. They traded uh, for him at the deadline. He won the cup with them. They—he—he he was playing in St. Louis that offseason, He was back to St. Louis.
1: Yeah. Hey. hey, hey. Keith Kachuk did the exact same thing, also having been traded from St. Louis. Oh, wow. To oh, a, the, uh, the Hurricanes or, to Atlanta won the Cup. Yeah. For, like, a whole shitload of picks, and then, like, went back to, to St. Louis in free agency.
2: So, apparently, it's just what you do in St. Louis in the early 2000s. Piran, uh, it's Piran excuse me, Doug Waite did, win, of course, win the Cup with the hur- Hurricanes. Kuchuk so that would be
1: do so with, with Atlanta. Yeah. with Atlanta. So <laughs> it would
2: be cool Zcrazy kind of do something like that. But
0: but what's really intriguing about about Krejci to the Carolina uh, and to the Hurricanes is that I think the Hurricanes are much closer to winning a cup than Florida is. Oh
1: yeah. Only thing is whether or not Canes even need him, right? They already have Aho, Trashek and Jordan Stahl down the middle. So like, do you need Krejci as a four as a four C? <sighs>
0: How about playoff Krejci? You look at playoff Krejci, and you have to go. Hmm, where can I put this guy? Can Krejci play? Can he play a wing but still take faceoffs? I'm
1: just gonna say, like you could probably like with retention and stuff, like manage to rent something solid out of there. Um, they have a couple good seed prospects. I'm not gonna be be crazy and say you could probably you could pry out Seth Jarvis, but like. That'd be nice.
0: So um, so I'm just saying, you know, I, I don't think that the Bruins should be doing this thing where they're, like, going to be like, uh, we're going to get all these Get pieces. healthier
1: and then we'll be better? Because, like, yes, but not good enough. No, no. The, <laughs> look. I, Mark Recchi.
2: Sorry. Going back to that 2016. Was playing with Pittsburgh. Went to Carolina. Won a cup. Went back to Pittsburgh.
0: Okay. I was going to say... Recky's a little old and I think he's a coach for the uh, the Devils now. So he can't really come to the Bruins this season. That's true. <laughs> Although, wow, what co- let's trade Joe Sacco for Mark Recchi.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, if we could do that. <laughs> that's the trade I would make. <laughs> but um anyway, i want to trade coaches i don't because i i fundamentally think that the problem with the bruins right now the i think the reason why the the players are underperforming is there is something going on with the coaching Mm. because i can't believe that so many players are so snake bitten at the same time for any other reason other than maybe the coaching is a little suspect i'm not saying get rid of butch cassidy not saying that, but I think that there's something else going on. Uh The power play
2: is awful.
0: Yeah. So so that's what I'm saying. So, look, I, I hate to be this person, but I'm going to say I didn't think that this was going to be the Bruins here. I just didn't think it from the bottom of my heart. You know, when I'm sitting there thinking like, no, the Craig Smith is a great piece, but that's not putting us over the top.
1: Uh, again, letting... Chara and Krug walk clearly said, this is the end. And yet the team proceeded. Otherwise. Like, again, I, I argued this a bit over the summer, I think in the Twitter thread, like the thing to have done then is, is, and no one does it because obviously no ownership group, let it, will let it, will let a GM do it is to blow a team up the moment it, it comes off of the peak. Don't crash yet. Blow it up when everyone's value is still high. <laughs> but and the time to do that would have been this past September, frankly.
0: Mm-hmm. So, all right. So we basically think don't do anything really. I mean, if you want to, if you want to sell somebody over to a team that's contending because you want them to have another shot.
1: I was going to say like right now, Vic, Vic, there was interesting names on waivers today. I would definitely put in a waiver on Victor meta, regardless of whether I think this team's competitive or not. <laughs>
0: But I don't think I want to sit there and listen to Jack Edwards say Mette all the time. There are just some names where... I mean, like... I don't
1: really want to listen to Jack Edwards say fuck all anymore. Oh, I my am God. so, like, like I am so com- comprehensively done with him now. Like, it's not, like, you know, he used to be a good enough play-by-play that you could overlook the ridiculousness. Now he's just shit. He is just shit. <laughs> I, think, I think
2: he's gone insane during, like, the, the pandemic.
1: Yeah, yeah, that would... That would... That would make it he can't even keep up with the play anymore like ever brickley's awesome though he's I think he's gotten better somehow brick's commentary fantastic ha- has gotten better it's fantastic but just like jack's just rambles incoherently that doesn't keep up with the play has these lengthy periods where there's stuff happening on the ice and he's just hanging out saying nothing so let's trade Jack for Dave Gosher and then we'll be good please Ooh.
0: yeah I would like that I, I'm really great at making trades that make no sense for broadcasters and coaches. Uh, but as to for I've been a little tuned out as for players this year. So you know I, I'm I'm at a weird place right now in my hockey fandom because I just I've been seeing the Bruins do the same thing again and again and again, and the the 2019 run was brilliant and wonderful and i loved it so much i got to go to my first final game
1: some of the things we're complaining about now we were complaining in the run up to that run to that run Mm
0: -hmm. god damn it we're still complaining about 3c we have one but we're complaining about it
1: do we have a second I mean, like there hasn't been a freaking two right wing since fucking louis left and even before that it was a, it was a questionable proposition <laughs>
0: i know it just seems like we're saying the same things again and again and again but let me just tell you one thing i was genuinely jazzed that the boston pride they were in the the isabel cup final
2: and they won i watched that game uh, and yeah. let me say that was a fantastic uh game of hockey um the worst thing about it, oh, whoa, whoa, what you about to say? Don't worry, it's okay. The worst thing about do. it was again they were playing at a rink which was not meant to broadcast games. Yeah, that was it. Otherwise, like I was watching with my buddy, like, dude, this, oh, there's some, this is, I mean, this is playoff hockey. I mean, of course it is. It's for a championship. I, we, we loved it. We had a great time watching that game. Yeah,
0: women's hockey is very good um i i need to bone up on some rules and stuff because it is a different game Mm -hmm. um a lot of it is the same but there's just different rules about checking and stuff so i need to to bone up on that stuff but uh you know watching um either the nwhl or the other professional women's uh dream gap tour you know I, i that's all really good hockey uh and uh you know, some of those female players would give male players, especially in the Bruins, a run for their money. Um, So so basically I'm saying that I I'm really jazzed for that, which is great because we are season ticket holders for the Pride. We've obviously not been able to go for this, this season, but next season we'll right. be able to go again and we're going to have seats. Because they do a standing room only thing too but we got seat seats so i can actually watch the games and i'm very jazzed and excited about that so if
2: i'm if i'm up, if I'm up uh, that way and there's a home game i'm definitely going
0: yeah definitely it's at warrior so so oh, easy perfect. to get to you know yeah. um but anyway um yeah so you know but the bruins have just it's so hard because there's always so much promise. And yeah, they, you know, they don't have all of the huge names that some teams have, you know what I mean? But it's like, you know, you have a lot of hardworking guys and on really great nights, oh my God, it's spectacular. But on really bad nights, it doesn't look like the same team. So it's it's very frustrating. And again, it, it's the worst part
1: is there's at least four, at least four guys that are playing, that have been playing the best hockey of their careers this year. And that uh, again, Marshawn, McAvoy, Miller, Grizzlick.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, it, that's great. Well, no, but that's... I'm saying it's such a fucking tragedy that they are and that everyone else is phoning it the fuck in from wherever. Yeah. I mean,
0: I'm beginning to believe that you're right about Sean Crowley to to Columbus.
1: There's no fucking way they're re-signing him, yeah.
0: Yeah, Riley Nash is gone, so just might as well just trade him over right now.
1: (laughs) Yeah, see, they'll throw you a seventh for him.
0: Yeah, why not? I hate to say that about him, but it's just like, when I'm sitting there like, oh, I know how this is going to go, he's not going to score. He'll do all the other right things, you know, if he's on for that night. I mean, that's not great. And, of course, you know, Brandon Carlo, man. I am just so bummed. I think he could have had a really great season despite not having Krug there. It was, it was an opportunity to shine and Mm -hmm. Tom Wilson fucking ruined it. Mm -hmm. Because even if he got injured independently of the the Wilson injury, he still would have been in those 10 games that he missed. You know, every time I see Tom Wilson, I just want somebody to beat his fucking face. in. I don't care now. I don't, I don't need a reason. Uh, I think, Kevin Miller was totally nice to talk to him the other night and tell him how it was going to go. But Kevin, Kevin Miller's not in tonight's game. Mm-hmm. So who's going to be that person who's, uh, I guess it's Tenorti
1: is going to be like, don't do it. Frederick. Yeah, I was going to say, apart from, you Frederick. know, like oh, he's, he's not Frederick. playing though. Frederick doing something insane, like, but, Oh, is he not playing either? I can't remember. Kevin I don't either. think he played. There were no changes from the lineup. I don't remember him playing yesterday. He was sick. Not COVID, but like the flu, probably should be quite the feat. Like no one's catching the fucking flu this year. So like, how'd you pull that off, Trent?
0: (laughs) Oh, okay. I just have to interrupt something right now. Now I cannot believe this for the life of me, but Henrik Lundqvist is trying to make it back. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Was. I saw this before we started, too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He said, Right after getting back on the ice after surgery, which I was amazed at, I made it my stretch goal, in quotations, to join Capitals for the the end of the season. Training has been going really well, and I've been feeling good, but my heart isn't quite ready. Mm -hmm. I am amazed because I really gotta say that I'm definitely in the very cautious, because he has kids camp, of like don't do it, dude. And everybody's given him the go-ahead. And, you know, obviously right now he's not ready. So he can't do it. But unbelievable. Unbelievable. But let's get back to the Boston Bruins. I I needed a feel-good story. I'm sorry. Even if it wasn't especially feel-good. I'm like, I need a good... I need a feel-good story. And then it's like, it's been a year since the devastating loss of Colby Cave. Ah, <sighs> uh, that... I... That is one of the saddest stories of the last year for sure. I can't imagine being in that position that his wife was put in and his family and everything. So just terrible. I didn't see anything about Trent Frederick being in or not today.
1: No, I saw something that said it was the same from yesterday. So, so, so no Trent.
0: Okay. Well,
1: okay. So yeah, I guess. guess Tenority's going to have to deal with Tom Wilson because like, Ain't no one else gonna. Nope.
0: Nope. You don't want Brad doing that. <laughs> Even though Brad would willingly do that. Now that we know what the Bruins what we think the Bruins should do, what do you think that Don Sweeney's actually gonna do?
1: Based on some of these prices, it'll either be something shrewd or stupid, because like just see how much Tampa paid for fucking David Savard.
0: No. Tell me.
1: So this went down yesterday. Um Tampa gave up a first and a third to um, uh, Columbus, to, um, uh, for, for Savard, with 50% retention. Savard got bounced through Detroit, who also got a fourth from Tampa, hmm. for a further 50% reduction retention. So um, basically for 75% retention, they gave up a first, a third, and a fourth for David Savard.
0: Well, their prospect pool is probably pretty good, though, huh? So they maybe don't need those draft picks, but that's a mm. lot. Wow! And they they wanted to retain that much, even though Kucherov
1: was like, oh yeah, they kind of had to because they, even with Kucherov being off the books, they, they're they're not really in a situation to add money. Although there's the possibility that that Stamkos is hurt, and that would just like by make allow them to be even crazier if he is. But wow, okay, yeah, that's that's amazing. So so here's the thing: is like that's that's the price for a piece that'll make a difference. But then on the other hand, just a straight first for Palmieri, so I don't even understand the market right now. I mean, they gave up more, but the fourth was really for Travis Ajak.
0: <laughs> they told New Jersey you could keep Palmieri's beard. <laughs> 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 I feel bad for Palmieri to shave off the beard. He had a big beard going.
1: And it looked good oh, on But him. he's played exactly. for the one who he hasn't played for Lou before, he was he was one of the first things Cheryl brought in, so yeah, so poor guy.
0: Poor guy. New Jersey got to retain the beard. Who gets to wear it? I don't know, but there you go.
1: <laughs> I mean, I bet Jack Hughes can't grow one yet, so it's probably a nice to have a loner. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's nice, that's, that's nice to have that. On staff. Maybe. I mean, like, or they hold on to it and in future years during a playoff run. Like, that's the thing they give to the good player at the game is, is Palmieri's beard.
0: Oh, my God. That would be so brilliant. Yeah. That's what and that just sh-
1: becomes a whole thing for the, by Palmieri's beard. <laughs> <laughs> for the beard of Zeus. <laughs> yeah.
0: But is he going to be like Samson now? He shaved off the beard and he's going to be even worse. Because, I mean, he was only really good against the Bruins. Now, coincidentally, the Islanders would face the Bruins were the playoffs to start today.
1: Damn it, they're planning ahead.
0: It's just gearing up for that meek first
1: round exit there. Okay, cool. Right. So
0: I mean that was the first thing I thought was like, oh shit.
1: Right? It's like Fuck. you know,
0: and if the Islanders do something else, it'll be for the next opponent. Like, who kills this team? Let's go get that guy. So they're just adding to their their lineup to do that, you know, because they can do that because Anders Lee is out.
1: They could have been meaner. They could have traded for, like, both Palmieri and Miles Wood. Mm. Which, incidentally, is exactly what's going to happen. Is is Sweeney's going to trade for Miles fucking Wood, and then he's going to go back to being Miles fucking Wood.
0: Well, because, because he's, he's not playing against... against
1: Boston. Right.
0: Right. Right. It would be like if we went out to get Pat Maroon, he would suck. Right? Yeah. Because he's not playing against uh, the Bruins. You can't do that. You can't just try to.
1: No, if anything, they're probably like some like a bad juju talisman, right? Like, I feel like that trying to like galaxy brains like, well, if he always scores against us, he can't score if he's on our team. Guess what? Now your team can't score at all. (laughs) Wait a minute. We already
0: can't. (laughs) So, yeah, um, I don't want Miles Wood. I mean, I, I joked about it earlier this season because he was the Bruins killer for a few games. And then Paul Mary was like, wait. Hunter. How about me? <laughs> a
1: few times where both of them
0: were, were, were dicks like that. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, <laughs> but I don't want Miles Good. Okay, so let's talk about Taylor Hall. What's going to go on with him? How, what is the asking price? Do you think
1: because he's got to be like the top? I doubt he gets a first unless it's with hundred with fifty percent retention, which like, okay, so like basically getting Buffalo to retain a first a first probably gets you him and Buffalo retaining four million.
2: I, I don't
0: think Honest. he
1: ends
2: up with the Bruins. It's
0: just. Do you think he ends up with Tampa Bay or St. Louis? Or I don't know what St. Louis is doing, so why am I saying St. Louis? St. Yeah, but...
1: Louis, because uh, recently, was like three, four days ago, St. Louis was selling, but now they're back in the playoff picture because the West is awful.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean the Preds were out for a long time, and then they're not probably going. Yeah, you know, to... well,
1: that's the thing is there, and then like you know, and everyone in Vancouver has the plague now, so like, who the fuck there is even to get, like. Jamie
0: Alexiak. I think that tomorrow is going to be a very slow day if you're watching the uh, the trade deadline.
2: Well, it's always slow, and then mixing the pandemic, man. I think like watching most a pink, of dry the biggest
1: moved yesterday. Yeah, or a few days ago. So, I mean, and that's not even that interesting. To give you some idea, what I referred to as an interesting day, the parts that moved were like Brandon Montour, Patrick Nemeth, and Devin Dubnik. <laughs> <laughs> my god
0: alright well
1: anyway but the fact that both Nemeth and uh, Merrill both of whom would have been logical defenseman targets for Boston have moved doesn't really bode well it's alright the Bruins will just sign Dougie Hamilton in the off season. <laughs> I'd laugh possibly forever it's like they have to put me away. Just like dipped out. Oh, oh yeah, that one, that's the guy that's laughing for all eternity. Welcome to Arkham. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I you know
0: what? I gotta tell you, it's been refreshing not hating Dougie this year. Like I've hated Dougie for so long, and then this year I was just like, you know what? After the Krug dealings, you know, I I I understand where, where Dougie is. You know what I mean? I, I understand how difficult it can be to deal with this Bruins management. And I think that also it didn't help that, you know, Dougie felt like he could trust uh, Kelly Olenek. And uh, Olenek was like, yeah, he broke his ribs. And that was sucky. And he said it to the media. So, Wait, the basketball
1: player? Yeah, they were pals. They, they had been like buddies. Oh.
0: They would hang out a bunch. And then, which was great because, you know, Dougie needed somebody else to hang out with other than his brother. And so... You know, I mean, who else you go into the the museums with? Kelly olinick of course. Yeah, I mean, his privacy was kind of revealed there, and I can understand why he'd be pissed off about that. But after the whole Tory Krug thing, where it just seems like Krug was offered a contract early in the year, and then there was no movement on that, and then they rescinded it, and he went to sign with the with St. Louis. I was just like, I'm not pissed off at Dougie anymore. I wasn't pissed off at Krug either. I I wasn't pissed off. I was just like, I'm letting go of this anger. It's been better for me, honestly. But uh, so if Dougie ended up coming back to Boston, I'd be like, all right, whatever.
1: (laughs) I mean, like, holy shit, that right side. If you're then pushing Carlo to third pair.
0: Oh, no, Carlo. No, no,
1: no, my point is my point is you have Carlo as your third pair. Holy goddamn fuck. (laughs) Yeah, he'll be on the
0: penalty kill a lot because guess what? Dougie ain't playing that.
1: Dougie oh, don't play that.
0: <laughs> Dougie don't play that. And also, the Bruins get a lot of penalties called against them. That's my point. Yeah, you know, they are like, oh, the Bruins' penalty kill is really good. And it's like, well, yeah, because they're on the penalty a lot. Yesterday, last yesterday's game, they were on the penalty a fuck ton. I swear to God. I was just like, every time I looked, I'm like, oh, they're on the penalty. Okay, great. Kill, I should say okay so no to Taylor Hall and it'll be funny to see who picks him up because I don't
2: someone like random like oh them
1: okay
0: Colorado do they have room
1: yep oh god that would just be like unfair
0: <laughs> I know I know but I'm just like looking at it like ha ha uh Bruins aren't gonna win the, the cup this year
1: so they apparently have six point seven, but using LTIR, so it really would depend if they expect Derek Johnson to come back before the end of the regular season. But hypothetically, they could do it.
0: Let's send Taylor Hall to the Colorado av- Avalanche and just let them win the cup.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I'm just gonna, just going to say that team's been like super fun. Just like don't waste the time having them have to play a bunch of like you know Minnesotas.
0: Just, just. Let them have the cup. It's fine. Just like
1: also, let's just, let's, let's give the North and mulligan. Just like let, let, let Toronto and, and Edmonton and Montreal keep thinking they're good before they have to actually play real NHL caliber teams.
0: Edmonton is only, is only good when they meet and when they beat the senators like nine times in a year. Like a fucking drum. But yeah,
1: yep. like, <laughs>
0: I was just sitting here for a minute. There, I was like, I was thinking, what would happen if Connor McDavid were ever on the market for any real reason? I'm like, I would trade away half my team easily because you don't need you don't need half your team if you got Connor McDavid. See,
1: that's it's interesting because, like Eichel, you would have to trade half of your team to get him when he presumably comes on the market in in the spring, the summer. Because let's face it, there's no fucking way he's going back to that team, and.
0: As long as he doesn't complain to the press about it, I'm fine.
1: Okay. Yeah. But anyway, like like but like you'd also have to trade half your team to to bring in Eichel. He's great. Would Eichel be worth that though? The acquisition cost plus the cap clearance. No, not Eichel, but McDavid, yes. Oh McDavid, yes. Yeah. McDavid I would do that at another at a five million a a year higher AAB than he has now. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I
0: I have explained what I think about this. McDavid is a different tier, just different tier. There was a huge fall off between McDavid and Eichel, you know.
1: Mm -hmm. Eichel is still fucking elite, just not not as not as elite.
0: McDavid is a generational talent. We all know that. We have seen that. And Leon Draisaitl is pretty damn good too, but he's not McDavid.
1: No, no. I mean, he's a
0: heart. Finalist, I mean winner, you know, because he's amazing, but he's not McDavid. So,
1: um anyway, I was just saying that, like, you know, the North Division is just not real. It's just a bunch of pee wee teams and a few teams that are like competent and just, you know, beat up on them.
0: Yep, yep. So, I mean, the
1: North, like look, Toronto, looks good in the North. I was going to say whoever comes out of the North is going to get shelled in the um uh, in the conference finals. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. It's going to be fucking hilarious because like I understand any and all hockey media is always going to be dominated by coverage of Canadian teams, especially I'm saying this as someone who lives in Canada, but like, fuck. <laughs> especially this year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like ultimately I don't know how anyone was, was screaming the, 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 the praises for this ske- for this schedule structure this year in general. I am so sick of every team in this division, except Buffalo, because we've only, we've barely played them somehow. But, like, I'm already sick of them, because, like, who really wants to watch those games?
0: <laughs> I actually really enjoyed the uh, two-day, or the two-game stands. I like that.
1: Oh, I like that, but I don't like that you're only playing seven fucking teams all season. This is, like, I'm just so sick of all of them.
0: No, no, I, I, you know what, at first I enjoyed I like the
1: baseball series at a smaller, at a smaller scale is what I'm saying, yeah. Mm. Right,
0: right. I mean, I, I'll be honest with you, I wouldn't be opposed to, like, you know, whipping out a series in, like, a week. Yeah. You know, because it's like, you know, so many times they schedule so many of, like, the Toronto games all in this lump of time, and then you don't see them for, like, months. And it's just like, well, why don't we just... Why don't we just do two home and homes in a in a month or something? You know what I mean, and that would be fun for you. Can't do that with every team, but with teams that are relatively close, you can do that. You know, like or like you know, if you're facing metropolitan teams, get that three game stretch done quickly. You know, I I like that. I I actually enjoy having uh, the two teams in close succession you know or the, the, the same teams in closest section I oh yeah i like
1: i liked the consecutive games even like back to backs in the same uh or a, and in the same arena is nice too right cuz it's, re- it's 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 a real like home stand series again like baseball as yeah. opposed to right but um it's just got to play a larger variety of teams overall yeah just yeah. like 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 i have no desire to watch another fucking rangers Isles, or new jersey game nope no. Honestly, like Pens into a we Pens in for a weird perversity. Flyers are the only games I'm looking for. I look forward to it all him. Uh, lately.
0: Well, the Flyers series is all wrapped up, and the Bruins <sighs> of the last three games, they lost two of them. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so not a perfect series. I I wanted them to just sweep the the uh, Flyers, but, uh, you know, it was pretty entertaining for a while. I was right about that. But the the Flyers are not the team I thought they were going to be this year, so it could have been more fun, is what I'm saying. Poor Carter hurt. Poor. I mean, Carter, like you or, know what he just had the sorry, misfortune Katahat. of being
1: a goalie. misfortune of being a goalie for the Flyers.
2: Now to be a proper Flyers goalie, you have to be good, and then get to Philadelphia, and then forget that you're good.
1: <laughs> you have to have a crisis small of confidence. Turners, you can be good. They can decide to be, they, they, they can get shiny new toy syndrome, trade you away for nothing. And then you went not go on to win two Vezinos for Columbus. That's the Bobrovsky story. True.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. But I would also argue what the fuck else has Bobrovsky done? Every time I watch that guy, I'm like, this guy is an elite goalie. What? <laughs> Am I watching the wrong games? (laughs) Because I don't see it. Every time I see Bobrovsky... That team
1: has a long-term problem with that. That that contract is going to cause them some serious issues when Spencer Knight's ELC's up, for example.
0: Yeah, that that contract is ridiculous. And uh, I'm glad that we don't have it. I'm glad that the Bruins never, ever considered that. (sighs) Anyway, um...
2: I'm uh, scrolling through potential free agents because, again, the Bruins have so much cap space. And I'm looking at cap space uh, free agents in 2022. Um, and this website lists Claude Julien. <laughs> Claude Julien. Position, coach.
1: <laughs> so, so so, not this summer, but next summer? Well, yeah. I mean, like, I think it was... Is um, uh, it Fludo or was it Ty? Wrote something ages ago. Their theory is that the Bruins are trying to reserve cap space to try to get Barkov oh, when he hits UFA at the end of next season. I wouldn't be opposed to that. No, I'd be on board. He's, 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 he's,
2: he's, Bergeron. Bergeron. he's but
1: finish. When <laughs> when his finish parents were both Russian. That's why I said Russo Finn.
0: <laughs> yeah, but he considers himself a Finn. So there you yeah. go. Uh <laughs> He was so funny at the NHL awards, <laughs> J- dunking on the uh, the Lightning. That
2: oh, was great.
1: <laughs> but anyway,
2: yeah, you got, it. Yeah, you got state it. rival. Have fun.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, the, the Lightning had just lost in four to the Blue Jackets yeah. in the first round. The first round, uh, which we really should have sent like. I don't know an edible bouquet or some some other flowers or something to uh, to uh, Columbus uh, for oh,
1: the, helping us. Oh yeah, us. I mean like like you can't undersell the fact that like that that deep rum was handed to Boston on a, on a platter once they managed to muck their way through Toronto. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like we I I hope that we showed showed the the proper respect for that because uh, they helped us out a great deal. All right. So I'm trying to sum up the the trade thing. Um, No to Taylor Hall. Pretty much no to anything because it's not unless it's really going to greatly improve the team, which is not going to happen. It's going to be too expensive and and whatnot. So and again, it's just team's not good enough. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. I think we just have to accept that Bruins fans everywhere. Just accept that this team, as it is structured right now, is not good enough. And maybe next year, they'll be a little bit better. But I, I don't know. The,
1: the, the, the prognosis isn't good, though.
0: All right. Well, we'll talk about that another time. Let's not depress okay. people yeah. too much. Let's um, just, you know, um, look, Patrice verjon even though he broke his nose again, is still handsome, you know. And uh uh and perfect, of course. He's like the lead uh he, he leads in faceoffs or faceoff percentage or something like that, so that's good. Brad Marchand is fucking awesome. Um and um Charlie McAvoy will be back soon. There we go. Wow, that's not like a ray of hope, but anyway.
2: Uh, if we do and I I'm on another podcast soon. I don't wanna like jinx it, but I think You know, a teaser. I'm leaving a teaser. Oh, we. okay. we've kind of pooped on the Bruins all day today. Well, first of all, they've actually they're just from the sounds of it. If you were to not look at the record, you'd be like, my God, they've lost 100 games in a row. (laughs) Actually, the record the past 10 games is
1: decent. They're fine, and no one's trying. And no one's trying to take that fourth spot, fourth playoff spot away from them. Yeah.
0: No, <laughs> the other two teams aren't good enough. And plus, the Bruins have a bunch of games in hand. So, um,
1: and they're all against Buffalo.
2: Yes. <laughs> so there's that. I think I want to mention that there is some concerning things. Our top, uh, you know, Marchand and Bergeron, they're getting up there. But I, the um, mixture of cap space. Down the line, I think the Bruins can uh, quickly turn it around, but it ain't happening this year.
1: My only comment there is, you know what that means? Where we are in this scenario, relying on Sweeney to do a good thing in 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 U f uh, during the free agent frenzy, and his track record on things that aren't marginal moves in that area is poor. Mm. So yeah. Okay, I know
0: we have shit on the Bruins this, this this episode because, you know, I started off with the hot take of, like, I didn't want to talk about the Bruins, right? So there you go. My problem, Nick, my problem, Jeff, is that I do not like watching this team, which is better than a lot of teams that they have faced this year. Mm-hmm. I do not like watching them play down to them you cannot tell me that their play against the uh New Jersey Devils is okay and acceptable for a team that is much better than the Devils
1: they play against the rags too
0: yeah the rag yeah the rags are not as good as them and they play terrible against them uh, okay Buffalo they barely beat Buffalo mm-hmm. in the last game that they played against them or Maybe the, the the next to last game. I don't remember anymore because I can't keep all these things straight. I'm just saying, when you play down to the teams that are obviously worse than you, okay, then that's a problem. Because guess what? They played the Capitals last week, you know, in between games with the Flyers, who they've been flirting with disaster with. They played against the Capitals and
1: won that game definitively. Like- they, they chased... pens out of the building recently, right? Mm -hmm. Like, they can do these things. Right, right. So it's like, it's a
0: consistency matter, and I know that it has a problem, uh, that they have problems with uh, consistent second right wing and third center, and this is stuff we've been talking about for six years. Um, And it's very, very frustrating. Um, So it's like, that is my problem with this team. Don't play down to the bad teams and play up always play up to every team. Okay? Always play up. Do not take games off. You do Once not going have the luxury of every game
1: like it's the freaking Tampa Bay Lightning.
0: You cannot they do not have the luxury of taking games off anymore. Okay? And they've been doing that a lot. So this is my problem. Make this worth watching. I you know what? If you lose a game against and trust me, the games that they've lost against the Capitals have been close games. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and for the most part, it's close against the, the Penguins. I think there was one game that was not as close. But, you know, it's one of those things where it's like you obviously can play very well uh, when you want to against these teams. Now, the other thing is that I don't think they're going to be able to solve the
1: Islanders this
0: year. So everything and is- all
1: roads lead through the Isles.
0: Exactly. So like so there that's where everything breaks apart. Uh, The Islanders made it to the the conference final last year. So it's not like this is out of nowhere. We know that they're a good team and they've got, they're coached by Trot, So it's like defensive hell for you guys. But basically he's a guy that is going to win that game really close if he can. And unfortunately they do that. Uh, So that's all I'm asking. Play well against the teams you should play well against, which is every team. But don't play down. Just don't play down. <sighs> I mean, I feel like that, you know, I could have just said that in the first five minutes and we could have been done with the podcast. <laughs> <That's> exactly... <laughs> yeah, but but I, I don't think I'm saying anything that you two don't think, right? No, I agree, yeah. It's exactly it because, you know, you cannot tell me when you're sitting there in front of another fucking devil's game where well now Kyle Palmieri will not beat you, so that's good. But now you have to worry about him on the Islanders, and you've still got games against them. Uh, you know you've got to worry about Miles Wood, who is not
2: that good. Miles Wood ain't that good.
0: Miles Wood ain't that good, and you got to worry about him. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just went into southern mode.
2: (laughs) No, it's totally true. Like, man, like Miles Wood, I think I used to like shoot skeet with him, like, back when I lived in Rowan County. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I feel like that should be the name of this podcast. Miles Wood ain't that good. <laughs>
1: Mild and dispassionate. A Boston Brewers podcast. <laughs>
0: oh, no, we're the freaking wild. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so glad that they no longer have Let's Go Crazy. Is there? They don't deserve it. Anyway. Is their goal song? They never deserved it. All right. So, Jeff, do you know what what we've got going on for games this week?
1: Yeah. So, starting off tonight, that's of course April eleventh, seven p.m. Eastern time at TD Garden against the Caps.
0: <laughs> with, with that detour, <laughs>
1: they're home all week, incidentally. But um, so they follow that up on Tuesday. That's thirteenth, seven p.m. Eastern time at the Garden, Buffalo. <laughs> we should be a nice, hopefully, a nice tune-up before. Oh dear Lord, why? <laughs> Thursday, Friday is a uh, back-to-backs against the Isles. At home? Yeah. Yeah, now. they
0: don't play. They don't play in the Mausoleum again this year. That's right. Yeah,
1: they they they, they they've done all those. Yeah.
0: Oh my God, fucking just open up a vein. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm just like, I, I, there's not going to be a lot of rewarding hockey to watch this week between the you know no NHL defenseman Buffalo and all this Islanders crap. Yeah.
0: Oh my God. God! If you if you picked a week of like like don't watch hockey this week,
1: this would be the week. I got some bad news about next week.
0: Oh, oh, okay. Three oh, oh my God. <laughs> what did?
2: What's going on with you, Nick? Oh, you're. I saw it. the schedule the week after next.
0: Three consecutive games in Buffalo. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Tuesday, no, that's, Thursday, that's, Friday. I think I'm not watching hockey.
0: <laughs> oh my god, that just seems I mean, like it's a crime against have five humanity. Games
1: against Buffalo between now and the end of April. Well, of course we do because COVID.
0: Yeah, COVID. I. I this is a crime against humanity.
1: That's what it just, is. Just, just stop, stop. They're already dead. Just give us the points and cancel the games. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know what? If the
0: Bruins were playing like they should, I would say that. But guess what? They're gonna play down to those games.
1: <laughs> oh, they're gonna lose one of those three.
0: <laughs> I have
1: every confidence, and it'll probably be like an embarrassing loss too. Not even close. Um, <laughs> if the Bruins
2: decide to just completely give up, which I don't think they will. The games against the Rangers at the end of the season, in early May, because life is weird right now, would be huge.
0: One of those games is on my birthday and I am just like, "Mm, no. Anyway. yeah,
2: I, I I just keep on telling myself, you know what? The Bruins almost won the cup for my 30th birthday. God, my, by the way, when I said
1: five more times in Buffalo the, before the end of April, then they play them a sixth time on May 1st. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no.
0: Good lord, they do. Oh, anyway. no. Um, yeah, I mean, you're lucky in that way, but poor, poor Ellen had mm. to change her birthday. Yeah. To August 29th now august 29th because she could not keep the birthday as it was because they lost the stanley cup final seven game seven on her birthday
2: they also won it on her birthday 2011
0: that's true um but it was a wednesday but unfortunately unfortunately that canceled it out this time so yeah i know
2: yeah. and my ex-girlfriend's birthday is june 15th so yeah ellen I like you. You got to change up your birthday. August 29th works.
1: (laughs)
0: All right. Okay. Well, I think that we have basically said all that we need to say here, right?
1: Yep. Um, Yes, I think so. So listeners, thank you. You've been listening to barely on topic. You can find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, google play itunes um uh, spotify wherever your favorite podcasts are found but if you find it somewhere else let us know because we'd like to be able to say you can find them there too um you can reach out to us on twitter we are at barely on topic and on facebook at barely on topic podcast and then of course there's always our individual increasingly despondent and or insane um twitter accounts i am at dr hand Grenade.
2: <laughs> i am nick badju
1: and I am at Jacqueshan <laughs> <laughs> Also known as FBA from RI .com. <laughs> Word!